Dear listener, it's Monday morning, the dreaded beginning of the work week, and Matt and I have some advice for you to make it through the next five days on this mini-episode of The Working Experience. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. You stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I am everyone. I know you're as excited as I am that the work week is starting. I am so delighted. I could not wait for the break of dawn on Monday morning. Yeah. Um, two ladies up here in the Boston area um, started off. Uh, I'm sorry. They um, ended their week very well. This incident was caught on on uh, somebody's camera, smartphone camera. They pulled over. Apparently, one woman cut the other woman off or something happened. And then the woman got in front of the first woman and slowed down. So they came to a stop. This is on Route 128, which is a highway. I mean, it's like a three-lane highway. And they are out of their cars throwing down in a spectacular road rage incident. That's a good way to end off the work week and start the weekend, I think. Oh, a little bit of road rage? It's like a little salt on your food. (laughs) I was flipped off twice in one, not just one day, one ride home. Within a 35-minute period, I did something, and this guy, I don't know what I did. The guy, like, got in front of me and was, like, slowing his car down and simultaneously giving me the finger and turning around and pointing at me. And then he went off in another direction where the highway splits. It's <laughs> like, okay. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I I used to get all worked up. Now I'm very, like, zen about it. But I will narrate it from anyone in the car. Or sometimes it's just me in the car. I'll be like, look at this idiot. Yeah. This, this effing idiot. But, you know, just like someone going, like, I was, I was on the parkway. And some parkway in, in Long Island, this is about a week ago, and somebody's going 35 miles an hour. You know, it's just as dangerous to go 35 and, yeah. 55, and a 55 as it is going 85 because right. there's no brake lights. You're, you come upon that person. You know, I was, I was going like 60 miles an hour and like I almost like rear-ended this person. Yeah. And I just, you know... I'm like, Jesus, look at this. So then I pass, and then, of course, it's like a like a 118-year-old woman, like two inches from the steering wheel. I always feel so, badly because they seem very nervous. You know, they're very scared. Yeah, like, I, f- I feel bad, too. I don't want to be that guy. But... You, you know who's got a, a nasty uh, uh, road rage? Is, hold on, uh, hold, on, hold on. Let me, AJ. Oh, I was going to say, I was either going to guess AJ or Frank. <laughs> AJ is yes. No, it's 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 AJ there, and it's not just it's just not road rage. It's also train rage. <laughs> we I, this is like maybe a couple of podcasts ago where we spoke about my commute home, 
Yeah. Um, and I, I got delayed. Well, my brother was about an hour behind me and he got even more delayed. And they just, they dropped him off at some station. Basically, you couldn't get to the North Shore or Long Island from the Long Island Railroad because there was like power lines down. So they just dropped him off somewhere. He's calling me, texting me. Uh, on Monday morning, we should go into the Long Island Railroad headquarters and we should hang all these people. We should taser them. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> we're going right to the right to the hanging and the tasering. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no one to there, there's no one like in front of you to blame, you know, and it's no one to like yell at. I mean, it's obviously not the conductor's fault. It's not the person on the platform. It's you know, so, but your your frustration's got to go somewhere. I've actually, yeah. I, was, I was surprised, though, all the years I lived in New York, I was surprised more people weren't pushed onto the tracks. I have to give people credit for <laughs> their restraint, because it could get frustrating. No, I think in, I think in New York, you, you deal with so much of this crap that you, you get a kind of a thick skin to it. Last time I was down there was in August. And it was so hot. And then you go down into the train station and it's 25 degrees hotter. I mean, it yeah. is a freaking oven. And, and the smells. Oh, it's like a, it's like oh, a, a, a fine aged cheese. And when I say vomit. aged, I'm, ta- I'm talking about may- maybe five or ten years five in or the ten open years on, sun. Yeah, on someone's feet when they've been stuffed in oh. their boots all day. It's urine and vomit, and there's rats running around. And I'm like, "Wow, how did I? Why did I ever miss this? This is so great, you know." And it's just, and and there's been a huge problem over the past two years with the New York City subway, from what I gather. And trains were delayed, and it, and you know, I'm not going to work or anything like that. I was just down there, you know, I had a few days off and kind of wandering around the city, but. There are people trying to get to work. They're in suits and tie. And oh my God, it was just, it was horrifying. Horrifying. It's its a pleasant thought on this Monday morning. Let's let's get into some, uh, we, we've got we to gotta liven up our listeners, Matt. Maybe some affirmations, a little, a little life coachy moments for the working experience. Uh, mm, let's see. Let me let me get on Instagram here. Instagram's always got some good inspiration here of uh, useless, repackaged, recycled quotes that really they don't they don't do you any good at all. Well, I mean, I, I'll I'll leave you or I'll I'll venture into a a thought process for this this Monday morning is I go in head first, guns are blaring, your your face is going to be jammed into the mud multiple times this week i say just you know brush it off get up and do it again oh this one's great this is from thriving business warriors as the live group coaching in my group ends and i get closer to launching my new one-to-one program i feel more and more the need to take it slow and tune in the business world is vast and beautiful, but also very fast-paced and, in its own way, very loud. Yeah, the business world certainly is vast and beautiful. Yeah, so that's her. Uh, that well, that ought to get your juices flowing. 
<laughs> well, I, uh, kind of falling there, there's, down. Um, there's uh, on Instagram, uh, Millionaire Mentor has the 10 of the biggest workplace time wasters. And uh, socializing, about 20, 23.4% say socializing with coworkers was their number one distraction at work. 14% say that talking with coworkers was their number one time waster. You got to, hey, hey, everyone, cut out the fat. No socializing, no talking, just do hand signals. Is your spreadsheet done? No? Then what are you talking to Ted about his weekend for? You know? What right. You, yeah. Why, why are you asking him how his child is who has cystic fibrosis? Is that getting the project done? No, it's not. So let's go. Yeah. Back, back to the cubicle. Start crunching. Here's a... Uh, e- I don't know how to pronounce this. It's E-J-O quotes. And it says, life is as kind as the people you fill it with. That's, that's pretty positive. Well, you got um, you to gotta, you gotta fill it with kind mofos. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry folks. Uh, me scrolling through Instagram looking for inspiration. Probably well, here, I, I, you know, yeah. I uh, got one for you. So Okay, good. 77% of workers who have Facebook or Instagram accounts use it during work. And for some, that means spending up to two hours on the site. I think that's uh, that's pretty underreported. Two hours? What, hours. People, what are people doing for two hours on Facebook? Hours. Hours. Uh, let's see. No school nurse, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I like this one. No school nurse. I don't want to pick my kid up because he has a small... Oh, no school nurse. I don't want to pick up my kid up because he has a small scratch. Send his ass back to class and call me if his heart stops. There you go. There's some There's some tough love for you. On, yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, if he's, if he's dead, call me. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't want to hear from you. And I like this one. All right, one. Here's, uh, here's job hunting. 69% of employed respondents say that either actively seeking a new job or open to job offers. 46% reported spending time job hunting during work hours on company computers. Yeah, which I've heard is a big mistake. Why, why would anybody not know? Even I know that. I mean, you don't, you know. There, there's this whole thing about not like letting the people know i mean it's it's a tricky area it's a tightrope if you're trying to interview for jobs and you're working at your your old job i i would imagine most why no maybe not like i would think most people would get the sense if you're looking for a new job like something's happened like you didn't get a promotion or you had some confidence. Yeah, and also they're probably tracking your history and what you're doing it's just it's not a smart idea well, I mean, I would say, right, that is, that's a definite. But also, I would just imagine that, uh, although someone did tell me a story one time, they were working at a company, this is a long time ago, we were like, you know, a year or two out of college, and I didn't really myself, but you know, a lot of people bounce around every year or two to a different job, especially now, that's a lot more prevalent. But, you know, he said, um, he was like, at the end of coming up on two years and you know he hadn't gotten a promotion that was supposed to be in the offing he was supposed to move up make more money that wasn't happening and his boss had just like completely 
cursed him out or, or yelled at him in front of a bunch of people for something that really wasn't his fault. And then, you know, he was like, okay, that's enough of that, and was found a new job. It was relatively easy at that point. It was like uh, 97, 98, you know, the economy was pretty good. And um, his boss was like, what are you talking about? Were you leaving? <laughs> and he's like, okay, you said I was going to get a promotion and move up. I haven't. I haven't received a pay increase. And for like the fifth, sixth time, you've basically embarrassed me in front of a bunch of other people for something that really wasn't my fault. So why is this catching you by surprise? Uh, as a surprise. And, you know, the guy acted all like, I don't know, sort of like dis it was disloyal or something like that. And I feel like, you know what? You would cut me loose in two seconds if it put more money in your pocket. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The the big surprise that he's quitting. Yeah, I mean that. You know, I realize way back when you got a job at IBM, you were there till you retired. I mean, you worked at the same factory for thirty years, and you know, there's. I don't think that's something I would want to do, but there's a lot of security in that. You know, you had a home, you had kids. It, nowadays, it's like, you know, now Uber. Yeah, you were you were a lifer. And yeah. it used to be also a government job was a was a very stable. You know, you didn't make a ton of money, but it was a very stable, uh, secure job. Now, Jesus, with, with Trump at the helm, you could get a pink slip tomorrow. Well, you know, my my dad worked for the federal government for a time. My mother worked for the federal government for a time. My brother does work for them, and so does my sister in law. So uh, they all they've all fed or are feeding at the public trough which is always a phrase i like <laughs> just <laughs> snout right in. of course i work for the public school system so my my snouts in there as well but all, no all, all you all you curs are on the teat of the government that's right how else are you supposed to live uh <laughs> but he um you know the trade-off you know, my mom has said this a number of times is you know you didn't make a lot of money but you had a job for life the benefits were very very good uh, now, you know, I think it's still much more stable than a job in the private sector. You don't, you make a lot more money now. Um, but you're right. It's not a guarantee. I mean, it's not like you can just go in and sleep in a back office for, well, you know, there's probably still people like that, but, uh, yeah, it's not like it used to be. All right. Well, let's, um, let, let's, let's, let's send our listeners blazing into the work week what, what piece of advice can we give them to conquer this week you know what i'm trying to think of what song should people be playing in the car on their way to work uh, on a monday morning survivor yes. eye the tiger i'm thinking something from queen is that Maybe queen we will rock you we will rock you now we're, there are uh more updated songs <laughs> that are not 50 <laughs> years old. But some that, you know, kids listening to music these days, they love like 70s and 80s music because you can listen to anything you want on YouTube. I mean, it's just find anything. So that always surprises me. But there, what's that? What's that song by Katie something or other? This is my fight song, my I'm all right song. You know that? Oh, is that, uh, is it, is that's not Katy Perry, is Katy it? Katy Perry, that's it, yeah. 
they used to play that all the time in the health club I went to, and I'm like, all right, that's this is like the worst. That's that's one, yeah. That's when you're getting gear, putting on the boxing gloves. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna cardio. I'm gonna Tabata. That's out. that's the white suburban mom Pilates song. <laughs> that's not <laughs> all that. That's what that is. Uh, I like I like whoop. There it is. That's a good one for Monday morning. Just get you get your juices going. Uh, I I the tiger. Well, the Rocky theme song, the original one with the trumpets. That oh, there was this guy. There's a documentary about this guy who ran these programs in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, life coach, but very very intense. He would bring these people out into the wilderness and put them in sweat lodges, <laughs> right? And then two people... I, I, I really love life coaches. I just... I, I love the term. I love what I know. they do. I love what they stand... And I... Anyone who... Is anyone out there who's a life coach and wants to connect with me on LinkedIn, I will accept the request. Of course they do. That's their whole thing. I will accept it with open arms. We're going to get a life coach on this podcast. So this guy... Two people died. They died doing his thing. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, yeah. This is the guy from. Um, wasn't he in the secret? What wasn't he one of the life coaches in the secret? The book, the secret. He may have been. I don't know. Well, I mean, he went to prison for like five years for manslaughter because. I did, well, I thought it was maybe this is a different story because I think this guy, the guy who was in the secret. It was a sweat lodge. Was that? Is this the same story or is it a different story? Well, I'm sure that this was a, a big trend for a while. They would go on these corporate retreats out in the wilderness, and it was like survivalist camp or something like that. Yeah, this this guy, too, like he was like, I guess like there were two people or one person was in the sweat lodge, and they were sweating it out, and he's like... Nobody leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, and the person freaking dies. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, but these are all. This this shows you the the scariness of like Nazism and fascism. Like, you'd think you know these are grown, educated people. You'd be like, get out of my way. I'm leaving. I'm getting. And this guy had no training on setting up a sweat lodge. What was safe? What wasn't? He'd read about it somewhere. But what the reason I thought of him? He started off. This is going to shock you as a telemarketer. And oh. he would come in when he became manager. He said, I used to come in every day with a boombox playing Welcome to the Jungle to psych oh. everybody up. Jesus. Yeah. But you know what? We we have to do, we have to do, we have to set up the working experience retreats. <laughs> and we have to run them as they should be run. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably come out like, somewhat demoralized, know. but you know. It would be like part boot camp <laughs> part um like a, a stand-up comic training <laughs> retreat part um uh motivational we get some like yoga some new agey crap in there right and then uh, we'll also get some uh, we'll also throw in a bunch of life coaches personal trainers this is a 360 right what's that What's 360 it? like every 
it, it'll be it's not just the body it's the mind it's the spirit yeah the the working experience retreat will make you a new person guaranteed guaranteed or your money back check the fine print on yeah yeah because <laughs> you're not getting any money back <laughs> no uh, yeah, we could have live, uh, I'm, I'm picturing a live fire drill, you know, to wake him up in the morning with a flashbang grenade, that kind of thing. Yeah. They're going to be the classes with like how far you can go with physical contact in the office place, <laughs> the, the, the touchy feely. I like your, the... your term exploring, <laughs> like exploring <laughs> my employees. They're like, oh God. Yeah, well, here, so this here he comes again. Um, think and and we're always looking for emails. We're still looking for emails, and we'd love to hear from you guys about what's your Monday morning. What do you think should be the Monday morning fight song? Like, what's going to get you in the mood? Yeah. What's going to get you jazzed? Yeah. You know, and then we'll, we'll Matt and I because we can't play it because of licensing issues on the next podcast, but we'll sing it. I'll do a little rendition. We'll, yeah, we'll sing a couple bars of it. Yeah, yeah, to get you going, and uh, kind of what I'm. I'm also interested in, um, and I'll just throw this out there before we end. I I wonder where people kind of stall in their morning routine. Like for me, it's putting my socks on. I I tend to sit there and contemplate. Yeah, I I stall out before my feet hit the ground <laughs> off the bed. Just trying it's, to just get a, out of bed. <laughs> just, try, just trying to get out of bed. Yeah, so everyone send us uh, uh, email that to us at work at theworkingexperience.com. We'd love to hear from you. And listen, have a great week. I mean, I, actually, you're not going to have a great week. But, you know, keep up those affirmations in the morning and um, you know, Drink, sleep a lot. Yeah, yeah. Try to and laugh. Joy, enjoy yourselves, even though it's yeah. Enjoy your, That's the main piece of advice. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves. All right, everybody. Happy Happy Monday, and have a great week. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.